I am Dina Butcher, 77 years old in Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, I have my grandson, who is 17, Owen Peel, with me, and my daughter, Marnie Peel. And we are three generations. So uh, I know you're really active. You do a lot of stuff. You know, I can tell you care a lot about the stuff that you're involved in, that kind of thing. So would you tell me about um, what kind of things you do? I guess I can come at this because I'm a first-generation American. Um, and I am concerned that we are getting to be a one-sided democracy where there is uh, no balance. Um, I began to worry about this a few years ago in the whole issue of our state legislature being so predominantly Republican, which I have been all my life. But there are all the state office holders are Republicans, and I know them personally, and they're good people. And people don't run for public office without having a higher calling, and I respect that. But when you have just one party in charge of everything, there is a tendency to get overly aggressive on singular issues. And that's what I have seen happening locally, and I do see it happening nationally. And that's why I got involved, especially in the human rights and women's productive rights. I still call myself a Republican, but like many, I am feeling that the party has moved away from, from me. Your great-grandfather uh, was Jewish, and he left Germany with his Christian wife and my three siblings in 1939, not because he wanted to, but because he had to. The Nazis had confiscated his property, taken away his rights, and um, he had refugee status to get into the United States in November of 29 and 39, and that was amazing. That's the crux of the story, is I am very conscious when one party is too much in charge. So right after that 39, they closed the borders to refugees from Germany. Is that right? Is it was? Do you know what the timing was on that? Well, I know that they had to go to the border three times to get through. Get through. Right. And as you know, your great-grandmother was killed in Auschwitz along with your great-grandfather's three sisters, brother-in-law and niece and nephew of the closest relatives. The ship that they left from Rotterdam on was the last freighter out of Holland. That does hit really close to home when you think about all the things that are happening here. You know, we're hearing all the time about refugees and the welcoming. And I am curious, though, will you talk a little bit about when they got here, sort of what they had to do to become Americans? Well, it was a tough time because, A, my father was Jewish and he was a farmer. He was Siegbert Schoenthal. And that's Schoenthal with an umlaut, okay. if you take German. Ever. And it means beautiful valley. It means beautiful valley, yes. And then Margaret Wilhelmina Haulina. Vienna. That was her maiden name. And my mother was Christian and pregnant with me when they moved to where I was born, which was Gordon, Nebraska, a small town in the sand hills of, of Nebraska, which was very conservative. And the reason they went there was because their sponsor, who was good enough to find an occupation that my father was qualified for, he bought a ranch. He was a baker from the small town that they lived in in Germany who had done well in the U.S. So my mother's brothers, on the other hand, were in the army, the Nazi army, and there they were with prisoner trains that would go by. My mother would be thinking, are my brothers on that? My father, as a, as a Jew, was not loved and respected because I think he was the only Jew in the, in the whole county, and there was a distrust of them being Germans. 
growing up, you know, you always worked really hard and I, we kind of have the same path of, you know, having children and a full-time like high pressure job and all those kinds of things. But you were always, I remember you telling me when I was young that if you don't care who gets the credit, you can make great things happen. And what I really like, which might be cry, is that in your 80th decade, in your 70s, you are getting credit like crazy for doing some really great things. And it's sort of like, it's, it's I, I love seeing it because I always thought you were really selfless about that. And I agree with you in my professional life. I'm in public relations and communications and that's really, you know, when you stop carrying it, whether you're the one getting the credit, all kinds of things can happen. But I think it's pretty cool that you got, for instance, the Planned Parenthood Woman of the Year. What was that it, it award was exactly? Reg- it's, a, it's a regional recognition for our efforts in North Dakota on, on pushing back on, on Measure 1, which was the personhood measure. Right. And and other things that I have done. I would think if you live long enough and you stay active, <laughs> you outlive your com- competitors for these <laughs> recognitions. Is the only thing I can figure. So what I'm curious, like you see your MoMA, you know, like doing all these things, mm-hmm. and then you know how I rant and rave. Oh, yeah. What are you getting from all this? You know, I'm 17. I have a lot in front of me. One thing, like talking to my friends and that kind of stuff, is we're worried about the future. There's a lot of bad stuff going on, and maybe it's always been that way. I think it's cool to see someone like my grandma, my MoMA, out putting in the work so that the, the future of me and my friends and my little brothers and so that it's better. It kind of it sets an example. I'm more active, I guess. I speak up more. I mean, I'm on the... On the school newspaper, I try to... You're the editor. Yeah, I'm the editor-in-chief. <laughs> I try to use that. Like, what ways do you think you've used that platform? Well, I wrote an article about uh, why Donald Trump should stop talking about the NFL. I got some feedback about that one. That was, that was fun. <laughs> Positive and negative, or all negative? We live in we live in Mandan, North Dakota. It was, it was pretty negative. But... <laughs> that makes right. me feel great. If I kicked off tomorrow, that there would be... Somebody pushing back would make me very happy. But you got to stand up and you got to speak up. Thank you, Mom, for um, making sure that we came here together to do this. And I'm thrilled that we could do it as three generations. It's uh, mm-hmm. We don't get this chance to spend this much time together, Owen. Yeah. <laughs> and I understand why. <laughs> but uh, you wouldn't be a healthy 17-year-old if you wanted to hang out with your grandmother all the time. <laughs>